Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. Today, I have the good fortune to be talking to David Bayer. David is a veteran direct response marketer who started his career selling classical music subscriptions online at the dawn of email marketing. Since then, his copy and strategic guidance have earned his employees and clients millions in sales. He's served clients in industries ranging from theater and opera to wine and health and wellness to professional services. David, thanks so much for joining us today. Indeed. I'm so happy to be here. I, I realized that uh, I neglected to share one other important thing that I think is of interest to, to some folks in your audience, which is um, something I just shared with you in our private chat. Yes, you are the co-author of Systematic Advisor Marketing, How Financial Advisors Can Strategically Attract, Convert, and Retain More Clients. Awesome. All right, so let's go back in time a little bit. We got to talk about it. How do yeah. you sell classical music subscriptions online back, you know, in the 90s? First of all, a lot of people were just getting into AOL and CompuServe and Prodigy and all of those and um, our box office uh, system suddenly one day added this field that we could collect email addresses. Um, so I, I was working at Lincoln Center. I was working, uh, I ran a, a performing arts center up in Westchester County, just north of New York City. And um, this was kind of a new channel to communicate. And so we took full advantage of it. And not only were we doing the traditional brochures and the postcard follow-up saying, you know, hey, Yasha Heifetz is performing or whatever, whoever it might be, we started emailing all of our stuff as well, which is typical for today. But back then it was brand new. And the bonus back then was open rates were really, really high. Yes, because every time it said, you've got mail, people were like, oh, I got mail. Want to go exactly. check it out? Exactly. Yeah. So it was it was a great period of time. And, and uh, um, I think that this additional channel probably, I, I'd never really looked at the stats because it was, you know, in my infancy as a marketer and I didn't know to look at data as much as I do now. But um, I, I imagine that we probably made a lot of sales that we wouldn't have otherwise made and filled some seats in, the, in those theaters as a result. So you were, this wasn't like Columbia House. You weren't selling a record of a classical no. music of the month club. This was by These were concerts. Yes. Yeah. These were live performances. That's what we were doing. It was basically um, getting people, getting butts and seats. Awesome. Awesome. So then that's quite a foray as your first entry into the world of online marketing. 
Um, how did that lead to uh, you starting the prepared group? Well, it's a very indirect. It was somewhat indirect. I left the performing arts world. I was a stage manager and, and, I, and I was working in theater as well as, as classical music. Um, we then, we, I then moved into the wine business as, uh, well, for those of you, you who are watching this on video rather than listening, um, you can see I'm a, I'm a big wine guy. I have my giant burgundy maps right behind me. That's not Ron Burgundy, that's Burgundy, the wine region. And I became an event producer and marketer in the wine industry. And that brought me from New York City out here to where I currently live, which is Portland, Oregon. Um, our company folded uh, and I was looking for work. And ultimately that led to me opening a digital agency uh, where I was running Facebook ads. I thought initially for wineries, but most of the wineries kind of laughed me out of the, the office uh, when I when I proposed Facebook as a platform platform for them because this was... 2009, and most of them still sort of equated Facebook with college kids. So I ended up kind of working in a, a completely different arena as a result and uh, worked with a lot of um, coaches and trainers and, and online uh, startups uh, where I was doing Facebook ads. Okay, so what do you think are some of the most common mistakes those business owners are making when it comes to trying to grow their business and market it online? I think these are not uh, uh, necessarily exclusive to online mistakes. I think that part of the, the range of problems that businesses have in marketing in general is a result of the way that marketing is bought and sold. I think that the, the system is kind of broken because the way that we buy and sell marketing and ultimately, typically a business is informed about their marketing options comes from those who sell the marketing service or the marketing or the, or the advertising space. And therefore there's, there's, there's nobody who really sort of helps them see the big picture and range of options. So most businesses, you know, their nephew says, uh, uh, the business owner's nephew says, Hey, you should be advertising on TikTok. It's really hot right now. And they, they hear that and go, Oh, I guess I should. And they do that. They, they are reactive to whatever is right in front of them at the moment because unlike, you know, a hundred years ago, the range of places where somebody can advertise, where somebody can market their business is so broad, so overwhelming, so confusing that most businesses don't know where to begin. So they kind of, you know, go by their gut or go by whatever happens to be right in front of them or what is being sold to them at the moment. Uh, so that's, I think, a huge, huge mistake. That makes total sense. What are, so can you give us some examples of the types of businesses you're working with now? And we'll talk about the book in a minute and how you're helping them solve that and the other problems. So we work primarily with um, professional services businesses, uh, but we also do a lot of work with other businesses as uh, we're subcontracted by a lot of digital agencies and other folks. So for example, you know, I said, I said professional services. We're actually working with um, one of the three existing personal submarine manufacturers in the world right now. So we got lots of different businesses that we'll get to that some other time. I'm sorry, did you say <laughs> personal submarine manufacturer? Yeah. So these guys who have mega yachts, they got the yacht, right? They, they already have the helicopter so that they can fly above the yacht and above the, the water. So what's next? 
go below the water. So there's three different companies in the world that sell personal submarines, or they call them submersibles, uh, for these uh, billionaires who own these yachts. And we're working with one of them. Awesome. And my wonderful wife says she's listening to the wisdom. Thank you, honey. So wait a minute, personal submersible. So how are you marketing? Because we have a number of financial services and other clients who market to the ultra high net worth crowd that would probably Mm -hmm. be the prospect for this. So how are you reaching those people? And how how are you selling them a personal submarine? Okay, so let's step back for a moment. Because what we do now is actually the the solution to the problem that I just shared with you about the the challenges of the ways that businesses buy and sell marketing. And it's that we're actually not an agency. My partner, Ken, who you've met, and I, we both came from the agency and, and services world. And we saw how problematic it was when a client would come to us and say, I need leads or I need, and we, we met their expectations, hopefully exceeded their expectations, often overwhelming their business and they didn't have the capacity to keep up with what we were doing for them. And we saw problems in that. So we tried to help them on the back end. All right, now let's figure out the systems that you need to have in place to be able to accommodate the uh, additional amount of business. So our business is actually not a marketing agency. What we do instead is consulting around marketing strategy helping businesses step back from the marketing activities that they're involved in to try to prioritize where they are going to be most likely to identify and get revenue and then put systems in place to be able to maximize their revenue and minimize the amount of time and money and effort they're putting into front-end marketing, getting new clients in the door. So the, the answer to your question is, we're not involved uh, directly in in getting high high net worth individuals in front of the submarines. Awesome. Um, that would be really cool, though. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually curious how you solve that marketing we, challenge. We, we are helping them, and actually, a lot of that stuff is, as you imagine, with the with the advisors that you work with who are after the same clientele. It's all about getting in front of them in person. It's there's there's no you know click funnels uh, um, hacking that you're going to be doing here to get in front of this audience. It's right. It's Nobody's about- putting in a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar deposit on their credit right. card for a submarine. <laughs> exactly. That is fa- how'd you get introduced to that client? So this was through one of our subcontracting uh, projects, and uh, it was a company that is overhauling their website. And we are working through the redesign and um, messaging uh, of the website. And as a result, I got, you know, you, you, you know the, uh, the routine when it comes to copywriting is as much, as much research as you can possibly put into the process is going to really enhance uh, the result. Um, and so I got a chance to talk to a lot of people in this space, including um, people who do un- underwater excursions and uh, who... Are sub, who, who work on and support these mega yachts, uh, people who make documentary films in these underwater submersibles. So I learned some really, really cool stuff about this world. I bet you did. All yeah. right, sorry to sidetrack you. <laughs> God, you, that was so fascinating. So tell, what inspired you to write the book? Well, here, you know, one of the principles of what we teach all of our clients, and I know that this is something that um, you probably counsel folks on too, is getting narrow in order to get heard. And in order for us to demonstrate this, I had been 
doing this Facebook advertising stuff I told you earlier. And I realized I'm kind of marketing to everybody. I got to pick someone. And as I was going around to different networking uh, groups here in Portland, I saw the sad, sorry group of financial advisors who would always show up at these things, always have a, uh, a pitiful you know, um, presentation. And I thought, oh, that's a market I can go after. And so I think about seven or eight years ago now, I put up a website called Advisor Inbound and I did nothing with it except rank it. I got it, you know, um, ranked highly on Google. I had some opt-in forms and I had advisors reaching out to me. And so I just sort of started slowly getting to understand this industry. And so when it came time for us to decide on a focus so that we could demonstrate to our clients how this works, Ken and I decided, well, this is a natural. Not only are we gonna focus on the advisors that we already have as clients, but let's build out uh, an entire way to represent us as um, uh, authoritative, knowledgeable experts in this space. And the best way to do that, as, as you well know, and as you teach, is with a book. And so that's that's how the book came about. Awesome. That, uh, yes, yes, I would uh, agree 100% with um, I, writing the book to become the authority on the topic and share your wisdom and get people to want to work with you. Your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing now? Well, I, I would say that I've always been a teacher and educator at heart. Um, you know, going back to the, the wine stuff, I love living here just outside of Oregon wine country because when I get sick and tired of, you know, sitting in front of a computer and having these virtual meetings, which I've done long before COVID ever came, uh, I hop in a van and I guide people around wine country. And I love teaching them and educating them about that stuff. Um, I think you also know that I'm a musical theater geek and I love sharing my passion and interest about that. Well, I'm also a huge marketing geek. And so helping solve problems and teaching people how to implement stuff that I know into their business um, is what gets me excited about the stuff I'm doing here. Absolutely. What, how do you help people discover what's most captivating about their business that they may not even realize is would attract the right prospects? You know, I'm sure that you know the story uh, about Claude Hopkins and his tour through the Schlitzbeer Schlitz, yeah. uh, factory. And, you know, that it's a, it's a great one in the marketing um, uh, copywriting space about how he goes through and he sort of sees all of these things that they believe are mundane and boring and typical and everybody does it kind of stuff. Well, that's a story I share. And, and you know, there, there's a there's a punchline to this, which is that he then takes some of the things that they're doing um, re regarding the hygiene and the cleanliness and how many times they wash the bottles and stuff like that, and uses it in marketing them. Now it's stuff that's typical across the industry, but because nobody else is talking about it, he's found a way to leverage that and put it into the mind of the consumer. So I share that story with my clients a lot to help inspire them to dig deep into what's going on in their business so that we can identify those cool little things that they take for granted. You've served so many different industries and so many different clients over the years. What have been, other than the submersible, because we talked about that already, what have been some of your favorite results that you've been able to help clients achieve? Well, I, I love working with wineries. We're working with winery right now. And I, I told you what happened back in 2009 when I went to wineries and I said, hey, let's get you on Facebook. And a lot of them ignored me. 
and a lot of them are still ignoring it. And so by introducing some very simple, practical things that a lot of us who spend time deep in direct response marketing, whether it's online or offline, um, and and taking these principles and introducing them to a business. Well, I'm, I'm doing this right now with a winery. I'm taking the idea of the newsletter premium model, the one that um, places like Agora or Boardroom yeah. might might use uh, where they're selling a, a book or they're selling a, a free report and that's what their marketing is focusing entirely on, but you can only get access to it if you subscribe to the newsletter. Well, I've just taken that idea with one of my winery clients and we found ways to market around premiums rather than marketing around the wine club. And we're seeing that that's turning into wine club members as a result. So it's super cool to take these, you know, uh, old, tired, staid marketing concepts, at least seemingly old and tired and, and, and staid, and introducing them to a different arena and seeing the, the eyes in my clients light up and go, wow, that's amazing. Nobody does that. I want to do more of that. And, and then they become junkies like me. All right. So I love that you took an Agora model um, that's been cloned with varying degrees of success by lots of other folks in the marketing and newsletter publishing industries. I love that you applied it to a whole different vertical and made it work. That's brilliant. And I'm kicking myself that I haven't done it more myself, given that Agora at various times of the years has been a client of ours. And I've been fortunate enough to work with them. You give advice every day. What's some yeah. of the best advice you've ever given, you've ever gotten? Wow. Um, well, uh, one, of, one of the ones that I think is most important is to, to stay in my lane and focus. And uh, I got to say, it's it's a challenge every day to to do that. I've become very disciplined in this particular business, but I happen to notice that you signed up for uh, a giveaway that I that I had uh, um, posted online uh, this week, and yes, that's, that's my other side business that I really neglect because it's where like I, I focus on entrepreneurship and copywriting and all the things that are not in the lane that I've chosen, and so so. I think to the extent that I possibly can, I need to continue to follow the advice about discipline, staying in my lane, not filling up my hard drive with a bunch of stuff that collects dust, um, not buying as much stuff on AppSumo, um, all of those things. <laughs> Great advice. What are, um, other, you wrote the book. Yeah. You're not allowed to quote yourself. What are three of your favorite books? Oh, wow. Um, they are not all about marketing. Um, two of my very favorite books are uh, theater books. One is um, Frank Rich's, who, who, who Frank Rich was the, um, the chief theater critic for the New York Times when I was coming up. And uh, he wrote this brilliant uh, history of uh, theater and musical theater in, and, and his life called um, uh, Ghost Light, which is that light that they put on the middle of the stage for, for those folks who don't know um, when they shut down the theater uh, at night. Um, and it's a, a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, there is another book that I love about theater, uh, which is about, um, uh, this producer whose name just escaped me, <laughs> um, called The Abominable Showman. It was written by Howard Kissel, who was a, a theater critic also. Uh, and it was by, uh, about David, who was that, that awful, uh, producer in the, like the sixties through the eighties. Gosh. It's escaped me completely, but it's all about his very smart 
business savvy. And um, I'll, 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 it'll come to me as soon as we're done with this, but of course. It's, it's called The Abominable Showman. And it's a, it's a brilliant book and, and it's beautifully told by, by uh, Howard Kissel. Um, the, the last book, you know, just business or marketing reading. book, considering that that this isn't a theater show, even though I am a musical theater geek myself, which you know. Yes, um, the last book, uh, you know, I would I would say this is easily, you know, there we go, uh, a super super book, uh, which is for those of you who are listening, it's called Breakthrough Advertising by uh, Eugene Schwartz. But if you um, if you want something that's more accessible, over delivered by Brian Kurtz. Uh, who worked with Eugene Schwartz and a lot of these other great copywriters, it goes into the business um, uh, practices around really building out uh, a finely data-informed uh, uh, business that also capitalizes on the emotional impact that uh, that one has to consider in marketing. Absolutely. Both, yeah, are, not foreign. <laughs> both are uh, phenomenal books. Um, Eugene Schwartz's book is not publicly available, but obviously, well, actually, um, it is. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. We Bra got it. You Bra got it. Bra obviously. Brian, Brian Kurtz owns the rights. He sells it, and I believe you can find it online at breakthroughadvertisingbook.com. All right. For, so for a hefty fee, by the way. Right. That I was going to say, you can't just go on Amazon. If you go on eBay or something, you'll end up paying hundreds of dollars for it. Um, so. Yes, go check it out through Brian. Uh, David, For before we wrap, for our folks who are watching and listening and want to learn more about you and the book and all things Prepared Group, where is the best place for us to send them? Well, conveniently, we have an easy-to-remember website. It's thepreparedgroup.com. Thepreparedgroup.com. Awesome. That link is now below. Um, this has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with David Bayer of thepreparedgroup.com. David, anything else you want to share before I let you go? I know your time is super busy. No, this has been awesome, Seth. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to chat and, and share um, a lot of different uh, uh, pieces of my very brief uh, uh, marketing history. <laughs> it's and, not uh, as brief as you think it is. You've been around a lot longer than some of the gurus in our niche. Um, going back to your classical selling butts in the seats for classical music. So we greatly appreciate your time. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. David, thanks for being here. Thanks, Seth. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.